we're not trying to make people mad. We're just trying to say something that is, I think, thoughtful and has put a, we put a lot of time into really, you know, deciding how how should this be said. It's not like I just I'll go into a room and whatever I say is what we're going to do. Sometimes it's that, but it's rarely that. Um, there's a lot of thought put into it, and I'm also willing to be told I'm wrong. It's just that I'm not really interested in debating with someone yeah. about my story any more than I'm, I'm not interested in debating their story either. Hello friends, and welcome to episode 118 of the Between You and Me podcast. This is a place where we talk to music makers about the things that hurt, heal, and change us in the church. My name is Jessica Morris, and this episode is brought to you by our friends at JesusWide.com, your number one source for Christian music reviews, news, and interviews. Did I say something twice then? It's possible, but let's just say that made the sponsorship unique. Here we are after quite a few weeks back with another episode. I am happy to report that after... Two weeks off, I actually travelled across Central Australia, which even though I'm Australian and maybe you imagine that I live surrounded by like koalas and emus and kangaroos, that's not the case. I live in suburban city down south and uh, it's beautiful, but I certainly don't see wildlife every day short of some birds and, and stuff. Anyway, so to actually travel up and through Central Australia was really cool. It's where my dad grew up and it gave me and my brain a chance to heal. Um, as a lot of you know, I've, I've been having migraines or really severe headaches for the last six months. And we finally figured out, if this is oversharing time, that it's because I am too stressed. Surprise! Who knew? That and I had the wrong glass glasses prescription. Uh, so got new glasses, I can't put contact lenses in to save my life. So you will always see me with glasses. And um, I am learning to look away from my computer screen more regularly. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> but in any case, I am feeling better. I am healing. And I want to thank you for your grace in the process of that. Um, I still don't have a regular schedule for episodes yet. However, we do have quite a few coming up because I had a chance to record some really fun, important conversations just prior to my holiday. And they're going to be reeling out in the next few weeks. So keep an eye on our social media and keep an eye um, on your podcast platform, wherever that rocks up, because there's there's some really cool conversations coming up. Now, today's interview is with the band Citizens, or more accurately, it is with the lead singer or, or member of Citizens, Zach Bolin. Now, Citizens have actually been on the Christian music scene since like 2011. So they've survived a decade, go team. And what struck me the most when I got sent this press release was uh, actually that they were initially part of Mars Hill Church and and then sort of stepped back from that and has created their own independent music. They changed their name from Citizens to Citizens and Saints and then back to Citizens. There's a lot there, right? So there was this Mars Hill question that I had. I was like, well, I get to talk to someone who has experience there. But then... I read through the press release and talked to our friend Noah at Integrity Music, and I also learned more about the EP, which comes out today. 
Citizen's new EP is called Everything and More. And the reason I'm genuinely excited about this EP, there's five tracks, is because Citizens are really pushing the envelope on what it means to create Christian music. And by that, I mean they are asking questions and exploring ideas that we wouldn't necessarily traditionally look at in Christian music. Does that make sense? Because to me, that means that maybe we're deconstructing or we're looking at what happens if I'm wrong about this part of my faith or what happens if I had the wrong idea about a certain church or institution or how do I deconstruct whether it's a belief system or the importance I put on church leaders or on a particular value or or part of my beliefs, it gets really nuanced. And yet in Christian circles, especially evangelical circles, we have a real trigger response to the word deconstruction. So before we head into this interview with Zach, one, this is not a deconstruction EP. Do not stop. Please don't stop. Zach has not labeled it that. It's my interpretation. And I actually bring that to Zach and we talk about it. So it's worth listening to. But that's that that tension there, that's what makes me excited because that, for me, that is the foundation of some really good music. Like I believe Holy Spirit can use that to just crack open so much creativity because we we don't box him in. Anyway, my interview with Zach was so compelling that I decided to cut it into two episodes. So, part one is today. We are discussing the EP, Everything and More, including some of the lead singles like Imagination. We're talking about how the band has stuck together for so long. Big deal, right? Not an easy feat. And we talk about what Zach is doing with his faith, the questions he's asking, and how God fits into that. This is such a good conversation I don't hesitate to say one of my favorite conversations that I've had. It's just so rich and full of honesty and vulnerability in what feels like a really healthy way. So you're about to hear more about the band Citizens. For new friends of the show, that's the who, what, when, where, why. Your basic 101, so you know where we're starting from. And then we're going to get straight into part one of the interview with Zach Bolin of Citizens. Along the way, you'll hear some new tracks from their EP, Everything and More, as well as some old ones. All right, I'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. Pushing the envelope of Christian music with their merger of rock, pop, punk, alternative and worship sensibilities, the band Citizens have never fit into a box. Since 2011, the band has become a notable voice in the Christian music scene. The Five Piece were based in Seattle, Washington, and found a home with Mars Hill Church and BEC Records. At the time, lead singer Zach Bolin had taken up a job as a worship pastor at Mars Hill in Seattle and was also on the eldership. So the release of Citizen's debut EP, Already Not Yet, propelled them into the public arena, and signing with BEC, a part of Truth and Nail Records, later that year, Their follow-up album, named Citizens, reached number 20 on the Billboard Christian Music Charts. It also reached an impressive six on the Heatseekers Charts. Now, this album was led by the single Made Alive, a track which today has 2.4 million views on YouTube alone. A Christmas EP came out the same year before the band renamed themselves Citizens and Saints. 
That was the name that they released their second album, Join the Triumph, on. Released exclusively on BEC Recordings, the album garnered great reviews across Christian media and it reached number 30 on the Christian charts and 9 on the Heat Seekers charts, cementing the longevity of a band even though they are now parted ways with Mars Hill Church. In 2016, Citizens once again released an album, A Mirror Dimly, an album that reflected the downfall of Mars Hill Church and their individual journeys through this. It was released through Gospel Song Records, and the album saw the band begin to ask questions about faith and life. The same year, lead singer Zach Bolem released an independent record called 1001. Things continued to change for the band, just as it did in their music, and in 2017, they renamed themselves Citizens, returning to their original name. And in doing so, they released the EP in part. As the band citizen processed what was happening in the world around them in the face of political division in evangelical circles and in light of racism, they progressively began to stretch their music, holding to biblical truth but pushing the envelope with their sound and lyricism. This continued in 2019's Fear, where Bolin and the team chose not to sing the name God once. A bold move and one that moved people to look deeper than the surface of Christian songs. Now, as COVID-19 took hold, Citizens released a series of phone memos called The Joy of Being, and a professionally recorded version of these tracks was released later that year. It was released independently on Running Club Records, and now in 2022, Citizens is back. Working with Integrity Music, they have released the EP Everything and More, which is out today. These five tracks explore the nature of life, faith, spirituality, and they ask what happens when we deconstruct, what happens when we're wrong, and what happens when we experience God outside the box we built for him. I spoke to Zach Bolan of Citizens about the risk of releasing such honest music in evangelical circles, why he chooses to stay in the church, and the rise and fall of Mars Hill podcast. Not to mention therapy. We also talk about therapy. Friends, welcome Zach Bolin and citizens to the Between You and Me family. This is Zach Bolin. So, Zach Bolin, or Bolin, however you want to say it, Australian or American or whatever, welcome to Between You and Me. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm happy to be here. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so, I am so excited to chat about your new project, your AEP, which... Yes. I've heard the lead single and um, it's amazing. It was really cool. I was, it's an early morning in Australia. I had it on in the car and I was like, oh, I can do this. This is good. <laughs> we'll get to that. But anyway, Great. for people who have never met you or who are like re-meeting you for the first time in a while, can yeah. you tell me what the band Citizens is? And then on yep. the flip side, who is Zach? Yes. Okay. So Citizens is, uh, there are five of us in the band. You have me, uh, Adam, Brian, Connor, and Dan. We all met in Seattle um, at different times, but Adam and Brian and I, we all met in Seattle back in 2011. And then I met Connor and Dan pretty shortly after that. Interestingly enough, with the exception of Brian, none of us are from Seattle. So... We all moved there for different reasons. Uh, for me, it was to work at a church. And then in the process of being there, uh, I met these guys on the first Sunday that we lived in Seattle or something. Wow. And Yeah. And then three weeks later, the band started, which was not really 
a band. <laughs> it was more or less like, Hey, let's get together. And we wanted to arrange these songs and we were, we went to church together. So we thought, well, we'll just arrange these hymns. I grew up with like my grandmother singing these older songs and that just seemed to make sense for us. So we did that. And then we put some songs on the internet, like live recordings and to our surprise, they got a lot of, a lot of um, traction. And so we kind of looked at each other like, are we an actual band? <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Does this make us official? Have we just DTR'd this thing? So um, we then recorded our first EP and that too was received well. And that kind of just launched us into really being a band. Um, and, and so that, that's kind of a little bit of sort of like the beginnings of, of citizens. And then for me, I am, uh, I, I've lived all over the U.S. in different places. Most recently, though, in Seattle for 10 years. Now I live here in Nashville. Um, my wife and I, Natalie, we have four kids. Um, they are 6, 8, 11, and 13. And we love that. And so we just kind of live out here in the woods now in Tennessee. And it's been, it's been a good deal. We like it. That's awesome. I love it. Uh, I'm imagining the idea of living in the woods in Tennessee and raising a family. And while I imagine that it's full of like just chaos all the time, it sure. sounds beautiful and so peaceful. It, it, it is all those things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, so, I mean, your band has been together, even if you had an unofficial start, for over a decade now. Um, yeah. a, lot, a lot changes in that time in every way. And I imagine a lot changes in a person personally <laughs> uh, from my mm -hmm. experience. Yep. How is Zach in 2022 different from Zach in 2011 when he started this band nearly accidentally? Um, I am more aware of how wrong I've been. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I feel like 10 years ago I was a lot more confident but not in a way that oftentimes was very uh, inviting to conversation. I think that, I think I just felt, I felt really insecure. And so out of that insecurity, I sort of overcompensated with trying to appear to be like, I got it all together. And so 10 years later, I realized I didn't really have a whole lot together. And I think that that really applies a lot to our music too. Um, and anyone who's really taken a deep dive into our music, you can kind of almost see that in our lyrics. There is a certain confidence early on in our earlier records, which I, I still think is great. But then as things kind of roll on, you see that there's more, the, the hands slowly start to open a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And I feel like in 2022, uh, 2022 Zach is trying to live a little bit more and more open-handed and open-minded. So. I resonate with that wholeheartedly. Absolutely. As someone who grew up yeah. in the church. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Now, you are in the process, as we talk, of releasing singles towards an EP, as yet untitled, but mm-hmm. we will have a title when people listen to this, so I'll tell them that. We will. We will. <laughs> tell yes. me about this EP. What is the concept yeah. behind it? I mean, the big idea with this whole with this whole collection of songs is that there is a level in which we have sort of we've kind of I would say as the church really mostly in like Western culture um, has kind of plateaued, if you will, into this sort of thought process that is. I mean, a lot of what I was just talking about and the things I've learned, sort of like I'm a, I'm right and you're wrong. And you sort of, you create a tribe around what you're, you think you're right in and then you sort of demonize and write off everyone that you think is wrong. And what happens with that is uh, one wrong thing means that I not only do I disagree with this person on this issue, I disagree with them entirely with who they are as a human being. And I think that that has been such a massive distraction within the church, especially from being able to have some conversations around things that are just more important and just more, just better. <laughs> uh, it's hard to get people to, to it's, it's going to be really hard to sit down and talk with anybody and try and get them to think the same way that you do. Um, and so I, for me with this collection of songs, it's more or less my own journey through trying to live in such a way that at least for me, I I won't say this for anybody because anybody could listen to this record and interpret it in their own way. That's true for them. But for me, it's been, I had lived within this idea that, um, that I had God figured out. So I had these this nice little box that I put God into, and that box kept expanding and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think what this record is kind of getting at is my own personal story in that. Um, it's just kind of, but not in the sense that, um, I mean, sometimes the box gets bigger, but it kind of leads you down a path that's maybe a little darker and asking a lot more questions, a lot more doubt, a lot of stuff. That's not really what this is. This is more, we've, I've, I've certainly been in that place and I, I am often, if I'm honest, but this is more of a sort of, um, a pursuit of not seeing the, I don't know moments of our life as a closed door, but to see them as an opportunity to walk through. And oftentimes the door we come to, that's like, I don't know, there's not an answer. If we're willing to go through it, we might just find, we might, that the, we might find that we discover something that's even better than the thing that we were originally looking for. And that's yeah. really what this collection of songs represents. Yes. I'm just going to throw in a really quick question off the top of my it. head, see what you think of it. Great. I my interpretation of that in the best way is nearly a deconstruction of faith because you're essentially sure. looking at the core tenets of your faith and identity and who you are and you're taking that apart. Now I love that process. I think it's just part of humanity and and how I we agree. create. Yep. But I also know that in evangelical culture at the moment there seems to be a movement against even just that phrase deconstruction. 
Yeah, there is. So if I was to say your EP was about deconstruction, would you be comfortable with that or would you would you term it differently? I know this came out of the no, it's, era. But. I actually, I really like that question a lot because I too, I, I think that on either side, I think the word deconstruction, well, to answer your question simply, I would say, yes, I'm okay with that. Okay, great. But I would I would say that on either side, uh, there are people that hear the word deconstruction and they see that as a threat. And then there's people on the opposite end that see deconstruction as sort of this form of liberation. <laughs> but I think that what that has, in some cases, at least for some of my friends, I can only speak to that, is it sort of has almost led them to kind of discredit every experience they've had in their life and to say, well, none of it was really real at all. And I think that that's, again, that's going to be a journey they go on. And I, I think God's good with time and, you know, like understanding of where people are way better than we are. So I, I do think that in many ways, this, this is about deconstruction, mm-hmm. which in, in my opinion is a, you said this a second ago, but I do think it is a core aspect of what it means to follow Jesus mm-hmm. because I mean, Paul writes about this. Jesus talks about this, about dying to ourselves, unless you're able to carry your cross, you know, it's bear your cross. There is a dying to ourself that is ultimately a deconstruction of who we are yeah. in order to be, in order to discover a greater sense and identity of, yeah. of where we stand in Jesus. And so that's, that's been true for me. I know that's not going to be the case for every person. And I also know that even to say, oh, it's a deconstruction EP, inevitably will either pique curiosity or yeah. frustrate people. But I think that that's just because the word has been used as a weapon. And I yeah. think it's just a descriptor and we should let it be that. And, and, and understand that it's nuanced. Some people are deconstructing the church. Some people are deconstructing uh, aspects of things that they were taught in scripture that actually might not have been that helpful. Some people are deconstructing uh, themselves, which can be good and bad. Some people are deconstructing, you know, church politics and leadership. Some people are deconstructing God, all these different things. It's not just like, all right, a grab bag, throw it all in the basket. And it's, if you say deconstruct, it's everything. Um, and so I, it's, it's, I would say too, for me, it's really important that this collection of songs operates as a bridge because I want the person who's over on this end who would say that they're deconstructionist and then the person over on the far other end who would see someone who's a de- deconstructionist as a complete threat or whatever other thing, heresy or whatever that I think is probably not the best approach, but nevertheless, that's where they stand. I want them to turn around and then the other people that are mad over at these people over here to turn around and, and see each other and see this music as a bridge to somehow meet in the middle and learn and discover each other's story and just remember for, even if it's just for a minute, oh my gosh, each of us are created as image bearers of God. Like we actually, we actually have like, we actually have dignity that has been given to us by God, both of us, even if we disagree, let's not at least lose sight of the fact that we are still created by God. So that's my hope with this thing.
You said that so well. I love that. I resonate with so much of that and even living in Nashville for a time. I I came and started this podcast when I moved because I was getting really disillusioned with Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff with evangelical culture and the church and having conversations with people, turning towards them, seeing them has changed so much for me and my heart. Um, I love the idea of your music as being a bridge. I think it's so powerful because anyone can step onto that bridge at any right. any end. That's beautiful. I love that. I'm so excited for this EP. Um, Thank you. Now, the lead single, which you just dropped, is Everything and More. Mm-hmm. Um, I started listening to it and I was like, is this about is this about a person or is this about God, which is great. Um, and then I was like, <laughs> yeah, and, but then I – I realized it was such a humble way of 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 looking at a relationship with God and really like speaking to him personally about I don't want to use the term deconstruction but how how you were not wrong but how you didn't see all of him if yes. you want to use him but yeah. but like how how he's so much bigger um and I mean, great start to this whole process that really, with what you've told me, it really fits. It mm. really fits. Why did you choose to release everything and more as a first track? As you set up, like, basically this journey, this project, share it with the world. I think some of it is just, it's interesting because we were going to release another song first. And then it was our it was our, our manager, Stephen, who just, he, he said, I think we should do everything and more first because that song seems to tell more of the story of the whole, of of this whole record. And I hadn't really thought about that, but then as I sat with it some more, I realized that everything and more, it was the first song I wrote for, uh, that kind of kicked off this whole um, two years of writing songs for this record. And it's in many ways, it's, I don't know if you've ever seen that movie Memento, like the old Christopher Nolan film, the whole, Yes, it's Guy Pierce, and he is. Uh, he's just, basically it's it's the whole movie is is it's not in reverse, but like the story is being told in reverse. So you start at the end and you work your way back to the beginning. And I feel like in many ways that's what this song was for me. It was I had I wrote this song and it was as if I was already at the end, 
And then the next two years, I'd be writing these songs that would help me figure out how I got there. And so that's been the biggest, I would say that's, that's, that's the reason we started with that song. Um, because I do think it's, it's a good, uh, it sets the table in a way that I feel like gives people kind of an idea of what they're, what they're coming, coming to dinner for. So. I love that. Yeah. Is there any risk for you releasing music this honest in the Christian music industry? Of course, there definitely is. And I mean, I would say every time we release a record, especially our past, this will be, yeah, the fourth record we've we've released. Um, it's our sixth record, but it's the fourth one that's kind of tried to slowly be more and more open-handed. Um, and every time there's people with a lot of criticism. And I, in the past, I probably handled that more with some of the same mentality that I had had before that was like, all right, now I need to show you why your way of thinking is wrong. I just haven't had much success in that. (laughs) And so I am now all these years later, I just see it as an opportunity. Okay. You don't like it or you don't connect with it or you think it's wrong. Um, well, let's start with, let's start with what, you know, your assumptions, you know, the assumptions that you're making about me or the assumptions that, you know, you're making about the song and then deciding that the song is wrong because maybe it's just a word that I used or a word that I did not use that is causing you to feel like this isn't complete. And the best thing I can say to people like that, if it's that much of a, if it's that hard for them to listen to, then to just not listen to it. Uh, just find some peace in your life and don't let us cause you know, anxiety and stress. At the same time though, I, I will say this, there have been people, I will never forget this. There was one time we released a record called Fear, which was at least here on the state side, was dealing a lot with, um, we had the 2016 presidential campaign was going on. Yeah, so many things were happening. And we released this record and I intentionally did not say God on the record. And the reason for that was because I wanted it to, I wanted it to be more or less like a conversation with my neighbor who wasn't a Christian. In fact, my neighbor who was a Christian at one point, but was now an atheist. And um, I, that's that's what I just thought about a lot was talking with them. And so what was interesting was people would reach out to me and they would say, you guys aren't Christians anymore. What are you guys talking about? This is crazy. And I remember one guy sending me this long email that was just like pretty harsh and I didn't respond to it. And then a week later, he sends me another message that just says, Hey, I just want to apologize. I listened to your, yeah, I listened to your record and I realized that it's probably one of the most like, quote unquote, like Christian records you've ever made, but it just is written in a language that I'm not used to. And I'm just sorry for being so judgmental. And that I always remember. And I just think like, that's my biggest like encouragement to anybody is that I'm, we're not crazy. We just 
really care about words and we care about semantics. And we really also, more than any of that, we care about relationship. And so, and, and that's evidence through our band. Like we value friendship and just believing in each other, trusting each other. And that's been like a, a, just a key, like value from the very beginning for us. And it's how, how could that not be a part of our music too? And so if anything, it's, we're not trying to make people mad. We're just trying to say something that is, I think, thoughtful and has put, we put a lot of time into really, you know, deciding how, how should this be said? It's not like I just, I'll go into a room and whatever I say is what we're going to do. Sometimes it's that, but it's rarely that. Um, there's a lot of thought put into it. And I'm also willing to be told I'm wrong. It's just that I'm not really interested in debating with someone about my story any more than I'm, I'm not interested in debating their story either. So like they're like, if you come to me with your story, I, I don't, I, that's your story. Like, I don't know what's true and what isn't true. And even, even, even if there's something that you believe or something that I don't necessarily believe that doesn't mean that it isn't true for you. That doesn't mean, and, and the thing is, is like, you could change just like I have changed. And so my whole thought process is, like, I think about my grandfather. I'm talking a lot here, but I think about my, my step-grandfather who came along. My grandmother, after my grandfather died, my grandmother married this guy. His name was Charlie. He was 80 years old when he became a Christian. He was walking through the woods one day and he became a Christian. And the thing that, and he was a rocket scientist. He was a brilliant man, like had ever, like so connected to science and had so much data that he was working with. And somehow he gets to 80 years old and is like, oh, all right. Okay. There's another component here I didn't think about. And that's this whole thing of faith. And um, that to me is just a beautiful evidence of the fact that God does not work within our time. And that there should be a lot more patience that we have for people. Like, sure, what they're saying right now might sound crazy or off or whatever, but why don't we just give them some time? Maybe a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of years. But let's not just give up on people because they're in a place that maybe we don't think is the best place. Like at the end of the day, we can't change people. They have to, they ha actually have to decide for themselves. And so that's, that's just like a huge part for us as a band. That's the friendship piece that we're just constantly after. And so for any person that would feel disappointed by this, I'm not sorry about that, first off. Not not even in like a mean way. I'm just I'm just not sorry about that because I I know for you it might not be that, but for a lot of other people, this I know it will be helpful. And I'm I'm gonna continue. There in the cradle of life you held my breath And here at the table of wine and broken bread I find all I need You are all I need In the air I breathe In the joy of being Hidden in your time That, my friends, was Zach Bolan from Citizens. You can get their EP, Everything and More. It is out today. 
It is beautiful and important. Go and listen to it. You can find it on all good streaming platforms or if you're really old school, you could even buy it off iTunes. Do people do that anymore? My gosh. Anyway, um, while you're at it, make sure that you connect with citizens online. They are on Instagram at citizens underscore music. Don't be fooled by my Australian accent and weird pronunciation. It is C-I-T-I-Z-E-N-S, citizens underscore music. You will also find them online at wearecitizens.net. And if you would like to get in touch, particularly with Zach, you can do that. He is on Instagram at Zach Bolen. That's Z-A-C-H-B-O-L-E-N. All one words. Go give him a follow and like. All right, that's all for this week. I will see you next week with part two of this fantastic conversation with Zach Bolin of Citizens. I'll see you then. Here's to hope. Who said that you were beautiful and that you didn't belong in your own skin? Who said that you were all alone and that you're never gonna find love again? So many little words, so many little lies That have followed you all of your life Looking for the truth, look into your eyes And you'll see it's been there the whole time Grace.